You are now listening to the Doula Road Trip Podcast. My name is Jariel and I am a certified doula. After a quick and unsuccessful start in the birth industry over six years ago, I am returning in order to turn my passion into my career. In this show, I am going to share with you my journey and my hope is that we together can start up and stay up doing the work that we absolutely love. This podcast will be a resource, it will be a tool, and it will also be a point of reference for you as you start your journey into birth work. I want to share everything that I wish I knew before I started and answer some frequently asked questions that constantly pop up in birth work even now six years later. I would love for you to be able to find inspiration, to find community, and to also be encouraged that the work that you love can absolutely be the work that you do for the rest of your life if you want. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited this week to dive into a segment that I want to call what I wish I knew a lot of times people tell you to look before you leap and I am so guilty of being someone who leaps and then looks so I definitely was unsuccessful when I attempted to become a doula back in 2015 and when I restarted my journey this time around I did things differently and I really think that it's five key areas that I wish I had for knowledge on before I got started and took the time to really research and make a plan for before I jumped in the first time that would have made me successful and I wouldn't have had to do a second circle around right so let me get into a few of those things I think that it all boils down to five key areas area number one is people I can say that this time around getting a coach getting a mentor, and finding a community of doulas who are on the same path as me, like basically started at the same time, right? So we're basically a year or two in together, and then people who are far, far ahead of me, right? So people who have been in for a decade or two. And I also feel like this has been like, indispensable first of all just having the community and having people to reach out to when things go well and when things don't go well right I have a super supportive family however they are not in the same industry I'm in and I feel like the industry that we are in is very unique we see things that typically people don't see right we're around people during a time where typically people you know are not around right typically you see somebody who is having a baby around like a baby shower maybe around like a birthday party you might stop by every once in a while but we're there through things that people don't get to see 
So it's definitely important to have other people who understand what you're going through, other people who can encourage you, uplift you, support you, pour positivity into you, tell you where to go to get your doula insurance and how to handle, you know, this XYZ situation that is happening with the postpartum client or a labor client or a fertility client or an adoption client or whatever it may be. It's so important to be able to mastermind, hold yourself accountable and to have those people in your life who you feel are like mentors who really guide you and then the other thing is a coach some of the top people in the world have coaches that help them level up and get to the next level I'm not a sports person by any means okay but we know that you know just from um, being on this planet that like LeBron James and Steph Curry are like two of the top people in the NBA or at least were at one time depending on your opinions and who you love right needless to say that they all have coaches and they train right they physically train and they also have coaches who know strategies techniques and who run plays and think about things and study other people in order to give them the best that they have in order to take them to the next level and I feel like I've been able to level up a lot by investing in coaching I believe in investing in coaching wholeheartedly. I've invested a few thousand dollars already this year in coaching, and I really do want to pay money so that way I can save time and get that accountability and reach my goals faster. So forming that community of local doulas and doulas online through Facebook groups and other places where doulas hang out online, having um, some sort of mastermind group where you can really talk about your business and strategies to get in front of clients and strategies to deal with difficult clients and situations that may arise having a mentor who is just there to support you who you can text at two o'clock in the morning because they're at a labor too um, and they're awake and they're able to give you that advice and support that you need and also investing in a coach all right so the next area on the what i wish i knew list of course is going to be the area of certification certification definitely hit me like a ton of bricks because i am a person who took a workshop and then did some things got discouraged fell off the path and then came back right like oh okay I have new energy and new passion around this again. Like, let me get started. And I did all of that only to find that my time had expired. Okay, I didn't even know I had a specific time to be done in. My time had expired and I had to go back through the workshop process. So certification is major. I definitely wish that I knew beforehand to go through the organization's certification requirements, make a checklist and see what I can check off the list before I even started the workshop, right? So before I even attended the workshop, could I get on amazon.com thriftbooks.com and purchase all of the books could I start reading the books listening to the books on audible outlining some of my thoughts and some of my takeaways right could I do CPR could I take the human milk or lactation class ahead of time like could I buy the certification packet right so just thinking through like what can I do before the clock starts that way once the clock does start I can go ahead and be done um, before the 18 months runs out or or whatever amount of time that is so certification getting through the task is one end and then making sure you don't run out of money before you get through the task is the other part so certification can be uh, deceptive right because if you don't know 
any better, you think that, okay, I pick a training, pay for the training, get to the training, and we're all good. But you don't see the childcare that has to go into it while you're at the actual workshop and also while you're serving clients, if that is something that you're going to do outside of your home. You don't see the certification packet, the books, right? The additional classes, the additional gas, right? The additional time that it's going to take. Like we have to take that into consideration and really count up the costs for training and certification. I think that it's definitely worth it. I am going through the process again, right? All over again. So I did go back through the process for labor, completing the process again for postpartum because certification is important to me and it's something that I wanted to make sure that I had completed and that I could say, you know, I did take this seriously. I do take my craft seriously. I do take this service seriously. I do take this industry seriously. And let's be honest, you can't even get into most hospitals without it. And that is the way that I practice supporting clients in the hospital as well as in their home. So certification was definitely vital for me to go back through the process and complete. And then already having clients lined up, I can't tell you how many times like I keep things to myself until they're completed, which is doing me no good, right? Because people are watching me on social media even when I think they're not. So some of the things that I post that I feel like nobody is watching or reacting to, people really are and they pop up at my chiropractor's office because I'm mentioning how chiropractic care is changing my life and so on and so forth. So the same thing could be true with me going through training and certification. Had I told people that I may have been able to line up clients quicker, right, which I would need in order to complete the process anyway. So not waiting until things are done to reveal them um, because they could greatly impact how quickly you get through with certification. So that's it for certification. Um, I also think that another area that I wish I knew how to tackle before I stepped into the doula realm um, and before I went down that path was value. I feel like I didn't think I had anything to bring to the table even after I completed my workshop. Because when I started back in 2015, I wasn't a parent, right? So I had never been pregnant. I had never delivered a baby. And for some reason, I felt really called to this industry. I really have since the fifth grade, if I'm being completely honest, I wanted to be an obstetrician when I was in the fifth grade, which is so weird and so random. I read it in a book, saw that they delivered babies. And I was like, that would be so dope. Like sign me up. And somehow along the way, I totally veered off that path only to come back to it. So Anywho, um, I definitely feel like I never thought that I had anything of value because I hadn't experienced like a childbirthing process. And then on top of that, going to a workshop, sitting there and then going up to someone and trying to, you know, articulate what value I can bring to them, how I could support them and the value that I placed on my service as a labor doula. I really got discouraged really, really quickly when a potential client ghosted me and I realized now that that's because I really didn't think I had anything of value and I felt like I was like pretending and like people could see right through me and they knew right away that like I wasn't really a doula and I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't have anything of value. And so this time around, I was really happy that I had a coach who could really talk to me about 
what sets me apart in pricing and packaging and target audience and how to really articulate what I do as a doula and to go in with confidence. So this time around, when I did meet a client for the first time, it wasn't anything for me to say, hey, I'm a labor doula. Like, it's a pleasure to meet you. Like, let me hear all about you. I was super confident. And then when it came time to send the contract and the invoice, I did and my client paid it immediately. So just to be clear, I've never worked at no fee as a labor doula. And I feel like that's not a prerequisite for landing your first client. And it's not a prerequisite for being, you know, in the certification process. Once you leave the workshop, you leave with something valuable. And there is a amount that could be placed on that value. And it's okay to go out and say, hey, I'm a labor doula. Here's my contract. Here's the invoice. You know what I mean? Like it's been marketed in a way where if you have gone to a workshop, but you haven't gotten the piece of paper that says you're certified, then you don't have something of value. And that's totally incorrect. So I charged my first client $800 for a labor package. She paid it and I've charged clients ever since. I haven't had any, you know, issue. And if a client doesn't like the price, then they pay another doula who charges less, you know, and that is what it is. And that's okay. Whatever they're is on the planet there is always a you know super like low bargain price for it and there's always like a super high boutique like luxury price for it and I don't know where people think I fall on that range you know that's up to them to decide but just letting you know that you do have something of value where you decide to place that value is completely up to you but just checking you know yourself about having something of value and not confusing that with worth. There's no amount of money in anybody's bank account that can pay me my worth, but we can put a number on value with the fact that, you know, I have gone through multiple workshops, certifications, trainings, books, right? YouTube videos, right? All of the things that we do naturally as doulas because we are birth nerds, we're absolutely crazy about it, we love it. And that is quantifiable. And also the way in which, I'm able to show up as a woman and as a human being because I have had a positive labor experience. It's so powerful, right? And that seeps into every part of my life, how I show up as an entrepreneur, how I show up as a mom, how I show up as a partner, how I show up as a sister, how I show up as a daughter. Like it's so much more positive and it's so crazy to think that going through labor just helps you to unleash and tap into a power source that I didn't even know was within me. And other people get to tap into that too as a result of a positive labor experience. So what value can you actually put on someone being able to show up in their life fully, right? And take care of themselves and take care of their family at the highest level because they're not shrinking or they're not acting out in like trauma that's unresolved from a labor that didn't go the way that they feel that it should, right? Or the way that it should from our perspective as well, right? So um, let's move on. I feel like I spent a lot of time on that. Let's talk about um, number four, which is doula life. What I wish I knew before about doula life, OMG, where to even start? Um, Labor is physically demanding. (laughs) Um, I guess that should have probably been implied. Like you could be with someone for three hours, six hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, and how you're keeping up your own like stamina, your arms get tired, your legs get tired, you're sweating, right? Like it can be physically draining and just the recovery time afterwards. Sometimes I'm out for a day or two. 
<laughs> and I have a three and a half year old and, a, you know, a partner who I'm just like, listen, just leave me here. Like, let me put some cereal in a bowl. Let me stick, you know, some hot pockets in the microwave. Like, just don't bother me. I'm so exhausted. Like, I just need a minute. Right. So the physical demand of um, supporting clients in person is something that I just never thought about, I guess. And I never really um asked other doulas about it if I'm being completely honest it just never even occurred to me to even think about that so taking care of myself is definitely important and going to the chiropractor getting massages going to therapy and talking things out um it has all come like come to a head in the way that I'm able to show up more as a positive doula so definitely the physical demands of doula life is something that I wish I knew before and knew to prepare for also, I have to admit that finding the backup doula has been impossible. <laughs> like I, nothing is impossible, but it's been impossible. Like it's been so hard to find a backup doula. And I know now from listening to another podcast called All About Pregnancy and Birth by Dr. Nicole Rankin. She has an episode where she was really talking about the way in which physicians practice. And she said that no one really practices as a solo physician. And I started to really think about that in the parallels that we have to the way that physicians practice and the way <laughs> that physicians practice and the way we practice the on-call life, the being there at a drop of a hat, the supporting. And it's even to the next level for us right because we don't have nine to five office hours for our clients um depending on the way that you have your business set up i know i do answer calls text messages emails round the clock with no administrative staff and some of the other things that physicians do have and so we do a lot of work and it's impossible to be sustainable long term without some sort of support or some sort of backup doula partnership co-doula like whatever the case may be and I'm starting to realize that more and more physicians don't practice solo because it's not sustainable and I feel the same way about doulas like if you can avoid practicing solo I highly recommend that you avoid it like I I definitely think that practicing in a teaming or a community model will definitely benefit you. It will take some of the load off of you physically, emotionally. It will allow you to work in and on your business, which is required at the beginning, meaning do the administrative staff and also in the role of doula showing up for clients. So yeah, definitely um, thinking about the model in which we practice and how we can make that sustainable from the very beginning and avoid carrying such a large load um, and, and burning out, flaming out pretty early. Okay, the other area that I wish I knew more about before I jumped into becoming a doula is going to be business. Oh my goodness, where to even start? So I've always loved business, but I have to admit that I was a little bit overwhelmed by starting a business myself. Like I am coming from a corporate America sort of world. So I'm used to filling out an application, doing an interview, showing up for the job, going through orientation and training, you know, and then having continued coaching. I'm usually in jobs where you're in the learning phase for like three to six months before they really like let you out on your own. And then even then you still have a manager who will meet with you pretty frequently to let you know, like what are your key performance, you know, indicators and what are some of the things that you need to be mindful of and on track with. So 
I didn't think it would be super hard to start a business. I'm like, I think that I've done pretty well at most of the jobs I've been at, like, so I should be okay. But it's so many areas that business seeps into that I don't have any experience with that I quickly have to learn and get on top of and be great at. And it's exhausting (laughs) because when you first start, you can't really afford to pay someone to do the things that you're not good at, right? Like it takes a little while to start to get money in your business so you can pay people to do the things that you need them to do. Like I'm terrible at organization, not really good at like the minutia, right? Like I'm really great at like visual big picture like casting the vision for what should happen and then as far as like the mundane tasks how it should be carried out automation admin like websites marketing like I'm not good at any of that so just having to be on myself to learn more grow more do more in those areas has been really really hard and then not to mention the actual process of setting up a business right so One minute, it's like, okay, great. I got my LLC from the Secretary of State. Perfect. And then it's like, oh, but then what about doula insurance? Okay, let me call CMNF and let me get the doula insurance. Oh, okay, wait, but now you don't have contracts. Okay, well, let me go get the contracts. Okay, well, what system are you going to use to invoice? How are you keeping track of your clients, right? So now I need to find software. Okay, so what about the website? Who are you going to hire to do the website? Because Let's be honest, I'm allergic to WordPress and Squarespace, and so I'm totally not building anybody's website. So even my own. So just all of the things and all of the money and time that goes into really starting a business, those are the key areas. Definitely having great people, making a plan to successfully get through certification, getting over money and value issues that you may have that may stop you from saying the price, invoicing people, um, going out and being assertive about what you have to offer and what you bring to the table and how you can get results um, in positive experiences for clients doula life and setting up your life in a way where you can support clients and rest and have sustainability have someone who you can lean on who can support clients as well working in a team model and also your business how are you setting up your business locally who's your accountant who's your um, business lawyer right who is your business coach how are you going about getting the money right to go ahead and make your business legal and to make sure that you're operating a business that is sound the foundation is solid and that you can build and scale on later so those are the things that i wish i knew before i became a doula i would love for you guys to follow me on instagram i am at doula road trip and drop in the comments let me know what you wish you knew before becoming a doula if any of this was helpful let me know if it's something in here that was said that you didn't think of or that now you're going to investigate if you are going to hire a coach or find a mentor find community um, start to set up your business like let me know i would absolutely love to know All right, guys, I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much.